Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Hello and welcome to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am so excited about this week because it is one of my all-time favourite topics and it might be something that you think, what the fuck has this got to do with the Law of Attraction, Fran? How is this going to help me manifest my dream life? Well, let me fucking tell you because I, let's just see how long this one is because I could seriously talk about this all day. So today we are talking about minimalism and editing your life, how to live with less actually enables you to live more. So you will know if you followed me for any length of time, that I'm a huge fan of minimalism. I did a video about my living in 500 square feet um, with my daughter in London and people went wild for it. They fucking loved it. Um, but also when it comes to manifestation, it is a tool that I use. There is a vacuum effect that if you take something away, something else will naturally fill it. So it's like when people buy a bigger house because they're like, oh, we need more storage, we need more room. 
it doesn't take long before that house is filled and then you move to a bigger house and that house is also filled it's a vacuum effect something will always take up the time or like when you get a pay rise at work you think I'm rich I've got this extra 500 pounds a month or whatever it is and sure enough within a month um, you don't even notice that you have that extra 500 you don't save it like you promised to um, because it is the vacuum effect it will just it will just absorb into your life um I have used this as a manifestation tool I think I've spoken about it before when I was trying to manifest a husband into my life a partner something that I love to do is I would clear out my wardrobe and I would clear out my apartment and be like right I need to get ready for this person to move into my life um I think it's very very powerful and I hope that you love it as much as I do So I think most people are very aware that a cluttered house equals a cluttered mind, whether it's your house, your bedroom, your desk at work, your car, your computer, your phone. They are all a reflection of your mental state. When you see someone's house that is cluttered and messy and they don't know where anything is, it's very rare that they're kind of living their best lives and and have an abundance of time and have an abundance of freedom. And so what is on the outside is really reflecting what is on the inside. And we want that to be organized, clean, clear, um, calm and relaxing. Your house is not a storage unit. Your house is a home and it should be somewhere that is a refuge for you, that is a place of calm for you and your family to live. And it should not just be a place to be storing and moving shit around. So if you don't know where to start with decluttering your home, um, I would definitely recommend the Marie Kondo book. Um, It has a very wild title, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. It sounds like a crock of shit, but let's remember she's Japanese. So maybe like the it got lost in translation somewhere. I'm not sure who authorized (laughs) that title. Um, And you think tidying up, what the fuck? But she really advocates literally having what you need and having only things that spark joy in your life and bring joy to you and discarding the rest. And so that is a great place to start if you want to start clearing your house. And I can understand for a lot of people, it must be quite an overwhelming thing because they have so much stuff and some stuff might be worth money. You don't just want to give it to charity or whatever. And so it's a process. It takes it takes a period of time. I've not read that book in a while, but I'm pretty sure she recommends doing it either over six weeks or six months. It must be six weeks because six months is too long. Um, But you just do a category at a time. So you do clothes, you would do toys, you do books. So you don't do a room at a time, you do a category at a time. And there's reasons for this. Honestly, check out the book. It's amazing. I think I actually listened to the audio version for free on YouTube. So you can check that out. And she also has um, a Netflix series, which I literally binge watched in about two days straight and it honestly it will give you so much motivation to just get up and clear out your shit um you can't imagine how much better this makes you feel and how much how much it's going to change your life so if we're surrounded by clutter there really is no room and I mean room physically and I also mean room mentally and time-wise for the things that really matter. And something that Marie Kondo often talks about is people hold on to a lot of stuff and they're always tidying and, and organizing and sorting and clearing. Because actually, if you take all that away, 
what is your life? What do you enjoy? If you take away the excessive consumption, shopping, aspiring to get a bigger house, aspiring to get a bigger car, aspiring to get more designer things, when you take that away, what do you enjoy? And a lot of people are scared of that question, but it's something that I would advise we all need to face. So one of my favorite things to do is declutter and I'm quite sad because I've got to the point where there isn't that much for me to declutter now because I'm so on top of it. Um, I do make a conscious effort to edit my life regularly and ruthlessly. Um, and I heard a great quote from somebody called Francine J and it's my goal is no longer to get more done but rather to have less to do. So when we're talking about minimalism and decluttering you might think I'm talking about your bursting at the seams wardrobe or the pile of toys in the corner but actually it's more than that. It's about the people in your life, ideas and projects, your phone, your computer, your tasks, all these things that make us busy, busy people. We have so many modern appliances and so many things at our fingertips, like the internet, like how insane that you can now just get things done and, and send something to something somebody across the world. And yet we are busier than ever before. And that's why I think it's so important to edit your life regularly and ruthlessly. So I sometimes do this with people. Um, I have a lot of lovely people in my life. And sometimes you just kind of outgrow each other or you just you move on and rather than being like oh god I must remember I've got to go and see that person oh god I haven't seen them in ages sometimes it's really nice to just accept in your mind and be like nothing's happened we haven't had an argument but we've just both moved on with our lives and it's so nice to release that and of course it makes room for new people to come into your life the same with ideas and projects i am 100% guilty of every other week saying oh my god i've had the best idea and i did do this during lockdown with my sister and my brother-in-law and i did have a really really good idea um, and I still believe it is a good idea, but we started looking into it. We started doing some work on it and my sister was messaging me because I'm doing it with my sister and she was like, have you contacted this person? Have you done this thing? Have you done that? And I was like, I actually just had to take a step and say, do you know what? I am at my bandwidth at the moment. I am a couple of weeks away from giving birth. So I'm focusing so much on trying to delegate tasks out on trying to minimise the the things that are on my shoulders so that when these babies arrive, I can be the most present mother that I can be. And so for now, I'm at my bandwidth and I'm going to have to just put a pin in it. And it just felt so good to say that, to say, yeah, I'm happy to do it, but I can't do it now. Or if you want to do it, you go ahead, but I cannot commit myself to it now. Otherwise, you have this constant thing in your head of like, oh God, I really should have done something for that business idea or I should have done something for this. To actually just say, it's not for me right now. Very freeing. The same kind of happened with my YouTube channel. So for many years, I was teaching the law of attraction and sharing law of attraction on my YouTube channel and I absolutely hated YouTube. It didn't really resonate with me. I used to hate filming videos. I didn't really watch videos. It wasn't like, it wasn't a medium that I resonated with. And just saying, I'm not doing this anymore. Goodbye. 
I'm finished, I'm done was the most liberating thing. And actually, what did it open up and what did it bring? It brought a fantastic new medium that does resonate with my soul, which is podcasts. I love podcasts. I mean, I could be sitting here in a ball gown right now with a full face of makeup. You don't know. I'm not. I'm in a dressing gown and I've got some weird eczema thing come up around my eyes. I don't know what's happening. Twins are ruining my body, but I've got something crazy on my eyes. Um, But no one can see that. And I absolutely love it. I love podcasts. I think they're so much better for people to listen to in terms of their productivity and their motivation levels. I think sitting watching videos is quite a low frequency um, activity, whereas podcasts, whilst you're doing something, is a really high frequency activity. And so I had to get rid of one thing for something else to come in. I hope that makes sense. But even something like your phone and your computer If it's overloaded with emails and messages and apps and everything, it's just going to drive you insane and you're not going to actually be able to find the things that are important to you and are going to serve you in your life. So I find that with apps, I regularly go through and delete apps because sometimes I'll add an app that's like an amazing, I think there's one called Canva that I recently um, uploaded and it does like amazing stories and stuff for your Instagram. So I was like, that'll be great for law of attraction. Uh, Let me download it. Have I used it? Have I fuck? Because I've got lots of apps on there. And so it doesn't stand out. You don't notice it because it just gets lost in the sea of stuff. It's the same way that we only wear, is it 20% of our wardrobe? Because we just, we see a sea of clothes and we just pick out the same thing over and over again, because that's what our minds are conditioned to do. We naturally go back to what we're used to. We don't pick out something new unless it's really obvious and staring us in the face. Speaking of wardrobes, I am a massive, massive fan of having a summer and winter wardrobe. Massive fan. So I have a big suitcase that I only take away if it's like big holidays. And each season, I will just at the end of winter, I'll put all my winter stuff in, store it and get all my summer stuff out. And then all my summer stuff can hang where I can see it. And I can't believe I've only been doing this for about three or four years and I can't believe I haven't been doing it the whole time when I go to people's houses now and I see that they've got like summer dresses hanging up in the middle of fucking winter I'm like what are you doing with your life and I'm not even talking about a matter of space you could have the world's biggest house I mean I have a dressing room (laughs) I have dedicated a room of my house to a dressing room so I have the space to hang everything if I wanted but it's not the fucking point it's the fact that you will constantly just be seeing a sea of stuff honestly try it it's gonna change your life And finally, tasks, trying to edit and minimize tasks and things that are in your life that you have to do. Go, go through and list what are the things that you feel like you constantly like, oh God, I have to do that. Oh God, I haven't done that. See what you can delegate. See what you can have other people do. See which things you can just drop entirely and don't add value to your life. And that will open up space for you to add new things into your life. For me, one of these is definitely cleaning. Um, I get a cleaner in because it would be far more efficient for me to earn my money doing lashes or tanning to then pay somebody else. And I mean, you're helping the economy as well. You're paying somebody else to do a job that they want to do with their business. And that is something that I find just takes a weight off of my mind and leaves more time for me to live my life. 
So once you've minimised your house, your car, your desk, your job, whatever it is, ensure that this is not a constant cycle that's just going to keep going and keep going and keep going. Make sure you are bringing in less than what goes out. There's no point in minimising and editing your life to only then bring in a whole new load of garbage. And I promise you, once you've read the Marie Kondo book um, or listened to, there's a great podcast um, called The Minimalists. I'll tell you about that at the end. Um, Once you get into this mindset and you start to live it, you will shop in a completely different way. Uh, My friend Sam, she always says, if in doubt, do without. And you know what? Every time I try clothes on now or I'm in a shop and I'm like, "Mm, I'm not sure. I think if I'm not absolutely bowled over in love, have to have this now at the absolute high point of the purchase. Like that's when you get the whole rush of adrenaline and it's when you're purchasing it. That's that's when you're going to love it the most. If you don't feel that then, it's only going to go downhill from there. So if in doubt, fucking do without. And another thing that's really interesting that I got from the minimalists is it's not just the cost of something that you buy. It's not just the cost in terms of money. It's the cost in terms of you have to store it. You have to clean it. You have to clean around it. And if it's something you're only going to have for a short while, you'll have to like sell it or minimize it afterwards. And so it's not just the cost of buying it and bringing it home from the store. It's the cost of how is this going to affect me having this in my home and in my space. Something that I now never buy is like rugs. And my sister keeps sending me links to outdoor rugs. And I'm like, I ain't interested because do you know what you have to do with rugs? You have to pick them up, clean underneath them. You have to straighten up. I ain't got time. I ain't got time for that. And so I do not buy rugs anymore. But that is always, I think, something really useful to think about is this isn't just the cost of me in terms of money. This is the cost as in what is the impact it's going to have on my life. I'm going to have to get rid of it if I don't fully love it, etc., etc. Which brings us on to the cost of things that we buy that do not enhance our lives. There's a great quote from somebody called Michael LeBouf, which I think sounds like a made up name. And he says, waste your money and you're out of money, but waste your time and you've lost part of your life. And this resonates with me so much because I read a book when I was pregnant with Bohemia called The Continuum Concept. If you are pregnant, if you're having a baby, if you've had a baby, if you've got children, I highly recommend this book to everyone. It's probably my favorite book. It was written in the 70s and it's all about uh, the fundamentals of attachment parenting. But something that it said in there that really stuck out to me was that you don't buy things with money. You buy things with hours of your life. And I was like, fuck. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes.
fuck. You're, you're right. You're buying things with your life. Hours, you are trading your time. Does anyone remember that film with, I swear it was Justin Timberlake in it, where you had to buy like t- time to put on your watch, otherwise you died. And it's basically, I'm going to find out what that film's called and I'm going to put it on my Instagram. If you're not following me, it's Law of Attraction Changed My Life because that film was eye-opening. Um, but yeah, a lot of the inspiration for minimalism in my life has not actually come from traditional minimalism roots. It's things like the continuum concept about when you have a child, how do you want to be spending your life? Because when you have a child, your life completely changes, your priorities change. I know a few people. In fact, I met one just the other week um, and friends and, and other people that are like, I wish I could afford to stay home with my child. Like, I had one friend that was just did not want to go back to work after maternity leave. But she's like, we've got no choice. We both have to work. We have to work full time. And I hear this quite often. I heard a couple say it the other week and they have quite a nice house and a a nice lifestyle and, and nice cars and everything. But she was saying she doesn't really see her children very much because she's always at work. And I can't help but sit on the other side of the fence and just think, I'm sorry, but that's not true. That may sound harsh, but it's not true. You will see people that will regularly say to you, they wish they could spend more time with their children or they wish they could spend more time just having free leisure time, but they can't afford to. And then you see them have a new extension on their house or you see them buy a newer car And I think the thing to recognize, if you want to do that, that's fucking great. Go get your extension. It sounds brilliant. I will be doing the same next year. But recognize and own that and recognize that you do have a choice what you do with your time and you do have a choice what you do with your money. So whether you want to spend time with your family or have free time to travel or whatever, or you want to purchase material things, own it. Don't say you have no choice and don't say you can't afford to. Another book I read that really influenced like my minimal lifestyle was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So if you haven't, I'm going to leave the links to all of these books in the show notes below. So if you click on those links, I think I get like 2p if you order it through that link. Um, And it's just the cheapest on Amazon. So that would help me out. Um, But if you Uh, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, something that I really took away from that is that a lot of people are in a cycle where they get a job, they live life to kind of their financial limit, they spend their monthly income. And then when they get a pay rise, they will quickly, it will just be absorbed and they will buy a bigger house or get a bigger mortgage or or a newer car. And they find themselves with the same amount of disposable income as they did before. So even though your money's increasing, you simply get bigger liabilities, i.e. a bigger house or a bigger car. And you're you're always kind of in the same position. You never really move up in terms of your freedom or what you really want to do in life. And so that is something I've truly taken on board. Um, when I bought a house out in the country last year, or when was it? Yeah, December. You know, I could have made the decision to sell my flat in London and have like a lovely big house up here. But I knew that that wouldn't be the most economical use of my money and that I would then be a slave to that house. Not only in terms of it would be a bigger house, I'd quickly get used to it. 
I would quickly not appreciate it because you you just get used to the the space that you're in. I would fill it with stuff. Um and I would have to work more and be away from my child more. And that's something that I didn't want. So instead, bearing in mind, I was a single parent. I just got divorced. I got divorced. I moved to London for one year. I had no child support at all. Never have. And I only work two days a week. So I think with those facts, it's pretty incredible that within in fact, it was less than a year. I think it was about nine months. Within nine months, I was able to save up and buy a second home, working two days a week as a single parent and with no financial support from anybody else. So the way that I was able to do that is because I don't have loads of shit. Because I don't have loads of shit, Moving back to London with Bohemia was not an issue. So many people said to me, how are you going to live there with a child with only one bedroom? And and it's only 500 square foot. Where are you going to put all of our toys? Where are you going to put all of our stuff? Let me tell you, we had the best year of our goddamn lives living in London. We had a great time. And that's the thing, during that year that I saved the money to buy the house, we still went on holiday. I still went to Napa Valley and drank my way around a load of wine places. We still lived our very best lives. We still had holidays. We still had private club membership. We still went out for dinner all the time. But I'll tell you how we did it. Every other weekend, I would rent my apartment out on Airbnb and I would come up to see my family because we were going to come up every other weekend anyway for her to see her cousins and see her family. And I know that when I've spoken to people about how much I fucking love Airbnb and how much freedom it's brought to my life and how much I recommend it to everybody. In fact, if you're interested in Airbnb, I might leave a code. Um, I think you get however much off in in the show notes below. Um, they were like, oh, I could never do that. I've got too much stuff. I've, I've got too much. Oh, God, I can't. Like, uh, where would you put all your stuff? And I'm like, I live in a one bedroom apartment with a nearly two-year-old and you better believe when I walk out that door and I hand over the keys to those Airbnb people it looks like a freaking hotel it looks like nobody lives there because we can fit all of our stuff inside the wardrobe away tidy god it's so satisfying and because of that we were able to spend two weekends a month with our family, which was amazing. And within a year, I'd bought a house. But imagine if I was a hoarder who had loads of shit and couldn't put stuff away and maybe couldn't even move to London to begin with to have that experience because I was like, oh my God, I can never live in a one bedroom flat with a baby. No, it just can't work. Then we would not have had all of those experiences. We wouldn't have had that fantastic year in London. We wouldn't have been able to buy a house within a year. So I I hope that kind of demonstrates why I feel so passionately about minimalism, because I really do think it enables you to live so much more. One thing I've noticed about the coronavirus is how many people have said, oh, well, actually, I've really enjoyed lockdown. Like I've managed to slow down, reconnect with my family, reconnect with my children and really just not be spending my life living at work. And I was like, wow, that's amazing for you. But for me personally, I've hated lockdown because I was already living my best life. I was already living the life of my dreams, the way that I've structured my life. Going down to London, work two days a week. It's like I'm 
I'm 25 again. I've got no children. I've got nothing. I just go down there, work on my salon, work on my business, see friends, live my best life. And then the whole rest of that time, I'm spending quality time with my family and with my daughter. So my life was already perfectly balanced, but it really highlighted to me how many people do not have a good balance and how many people are actually dreading the world going back to the way it was because they don't want to go back to work or they don't want to go back to the life that they had previously. So I found a guy on Instagram called Joshua Becker, who is my new minimalist guru. And I just want to read you something that he put on a post the other day. Every time someone tells me I could never be a minimalist, I think to myself, but you already are. You see, everybody is minimizing something. And if you're not minimizing your possessions, you're minimizing your money, your time and your potential. So I just think that's so true. And I'm very aware that when I suggest things like the magic or I suggest things like like a 30 day manifestation process or doing Miracle Morning, the most common response I get from people, if it's a negative response is, oh, but I don't have time to do that. Oh my God, I don't have, like, that's another thing to add to my list. It's another thing to do. And I feel you. I hear you. I completely feel the same when I'm like, God, I don't have time to add more things into my schedule or my day. But that's why editing your life and minimizing is so important. Because what we're asking you to get rid of is not the stuff that you love. It's not the stuff that matters to you. It's not the stuff that's making you live your best life. It's the stuff that doesn't matter. It's the stuff that's dragging you down, either mentally or physically. It's the stuff that is draining you of your energy, of your time and of your space. The idea is not to own less than you need, but exactly what you need. So I know that we all have passions. And for me, I don't know if you call it a passion, but I love baby clothes. Like I love baby fashion. I've always just loved dressing Bohemia up. And I do sometimes buy things that I will literally plan to do a photo shoot with her in. And then I know that I'm going to sell it after. And that, of course, is a process of buying something, using it, minimizing it, storing it, cleaning it. But for me, that is something that brings me a lot of joy. I have to weigh it up and it's like, that brings me joy. And so I'm going to have it in my life. So we're not asking you to just get rid of everything that you love. It's getting rid of everything that you don't. And imagine if you took this to quite the extreme. If you are stuck in a rut at the moment, feeling like you have not enough time not enough leisure time, you don't see your family enough, you don't see your children enough, you could quite literally go on a massive minimalism journey, you could downsize your house, and you could effectively work half the amount of hours that you do now. And it could completely transform your life. I regularly see on Facebook, I'm on like, I'm never going to do it, but I'm on all these like tiny home um uh, Facebook groups. And there are families that have just literally decided to sell their house and travel in like a camper van or live in like a big RV type thing. And I just think it's so inspirational. It's so it's so motivational. Like if for you having a massive house and everything that comes with it or having having material possessions is for you, 
then that's fantastic as well. We all want to manifest different things into our lives. But remember to own that and to never say, to never give the disservice of saying, I don't have the time for whatever, because you choose your priorities of where you put your money, where you put your time and where you put your energy. And there's no shame in that. You got to do you. So let's end with my recommendations. As I say, Marie Kondo's book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. She also has a Netflix series. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but if you just put in Marie Kondo, it will come up. I might even re-watch it because it was so cathartic just to watch these people chuck their shit away. Um, also, there's a Netflix documentary called The Minimalists. It's two guys that also have a podcast and they are similar to what I've been talking about today. It's not just about clearing out your wardrobe. It's about editing your life, editing the people in it, editing your tasks, delegating, all that kind of stuff, every aspect of living a minimalist lifestyle. Um, So definitely check that out. I absolutely love them. Oh, and while you're at it as well, this Josh Becker guy, he's bloody great. Joshua Becker, he's on Instagram absolutely life-changing like all of his quotes I I've taken so many quotes today to to uh to tell you in here here we go here's one throw out the excess clean up the mess say no to stress and live with less oh I like that um if you're not following me on Instagram already I'm at law of attraction change my life And if you want to follow my personal Instagram, it is just pictures of a progressively pregnant and ill looking person that is just trying to survive the next few weeks. Um, I'm at Francesca Amber. Um, Anything else you want to follow me on? Maybe Facebook. Uh, Law of Attraction Changed My Life is on Facebook. Um, It's on YouTube, but that shit's dead. I'm not doing that anymore. Um, But no, just stay here. Subscribe leave a review if you can, leave a five-star review. They help so much. I think I've got nearly 200 now and honestly, it makes such a difference. So if you can leave me a review, that would be great. Um, Also, if this has changed your life in any way, any of this podcast, please do leave a comment on my Instagram because that really helps my engagement. It helps other people to see, oh, actually, this is changing people's motherfucking lives and they might get involved too. So that really helps me out. Let me leave you with this. Things that matter the most must never be at the mercy of the things that matter least. So start today. Start with one room, start with one project and start decluttering. I promise once you start, you will never want to stop. It's a way of life. I love it. I live it. And I can't wait for you to live it too. Thanks for listening today. And I hope I'll see you next week. The law of attractions changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, 
cleaning or whatever where you are using your hands or maybe you're a crafter and you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book but you know it's illegal to read a book and drive bitches don't try it then audible may be for you i have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you you can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.